Get ready to celebrate God's call to go. Here's your weekly dose of heartwarming encouragement for the missionary in all of us. Welcome to Missions Change My Life. Now here's your host, Pastor Kevin. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Missions Changed My Life. We have a great show for you. It's a day in the uh, history in the making. We have Justin uh, as our co-host and Courtney is here as a co-host. Welcome the two of you. And we have got a great guest. Pat is on the line with us. Pat, welcome to Missions Changed My Life. Thank you so much, Kevin. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's an honor to be among uh, such royal friends and uh, faith. And I can't wait for you to get to share about just what God has impressed upon your heart for missions. But first of all, just uh, in general, how are you doing? We are recording this in 2021. We just are in the midst still of a global pandemic. So how has... How has life been for you? I am doing very well. Um, 2020, without any exaggeration, was very traumatic mm. for me and my family. We did lose my mom to COVID in May. Oh, I'm so sorry. But we got to see God reveal himself in even greater ways in terms of the grace on our lives mm-hmm. and the comfort that he provides and the support that he provided. He really just blanketed us in his peace mm-hmm. really and and the whole family is doing very well and i also lost my job the end of december but i was ready to retire anyway okay. so now i'm working full time for a nonprofit here great well actually it, it's globally but it's called teach beyond and i'm doing project management for them to support missionaries across the globe so it's <laughs> look a at you time. yeah you can retire me but you can't stop me <laughs> what a yeah, what a no, great i don't great feel witness. like that's the end of the assignment yet <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah Bravo to you to allow the Holy Spirit just to repurpose you. That's all. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Well, Courtney's on the call, eager beaver to know all about your trip to India. Justin obviously went on one of your trips with you and went side by side with your team and has fond memories of that. Mm -hmm. But Courtney does not. So we're going to let Courtney lead off and just hear how missions has changed Pat's life. Take it away, Courtney. Yes, hello. Well, I always love getting to hear stories, so this is really exciting for me. So first and foremost, it is nice to unofficially meet you, Pat. And Thank you. Yes, so I'm really excited to get to um, hear your story. So let's um, just dive right in, like Kevin said, and um, why don't you start by telling us where you went um, and what your, what your team did, kind of what your purpose of your trip or trips were in going to India. Okay, well, I've actually been to India three times, but with GHI, it was with in 2017, um, and it was, I believe, in January of 2017, and we, it was a small team of, I think, six women, I believe. I think we called ourselves the Magnificent Seven because we counted the Holy Spirit, and um, we went to <laughs> Navi, we went to Navi, Mumbai which I had never been to before. My prior trip to India with my local church was to Vishakhapatnam. And um, this trip was beyond amazing for me. Um, It was a small team, which made it very intimate, very very demanding 
um, to be honest, because unlike the other trip I had been on, which was like 40 of us from my church, it was just this core group, and we were truly committed to the mission of supporting Pastor Minaj in mm-hmm. Navi Mumbai with his ministry there, which was directly in support of the women and children and elderly and sick people in what was a very poor area that was in the red light district of Navi Mumbai. And that was quite an experience. Prior to that trip, the ministry had been just in villages and in the street and that kind of thing. Here we were right in the middle of Navi Mumbai in the red light district, just really blocks away from where you know, the the uh, sex trade business was flourishing, I guess is the way to say it. Here we had these women and the children that were saturated in that horrible environment that we had an opportunity to minister to. So we did, we had hygiene kits and these cards that we created that helped them to understand who they were in Christ. And we distributed those things to the women and to the children. And there was a, um, there was a, a hope center. I think it was the Ashawa House. I'm not pronouncing it correctly, but that's where a lot of the children and the women could come, and they could get a meal, and they could hear the gospel. And so we provided different lessons, Bible lessons, uh, and arts and crafts for them, and then. We also went literally on the street in the red light district and tried to minister to the women that were there. And I do remember in the beginning it was difficult because they weren't very receptive to us. And after the first day, we went back and we prayed, Lord, help us. Help us how to minister to these women so that they're receptive to just receiving your love from us. And they truly, God truly did answer that prayer because we developed approach where we introduced ourselves and told them that we came from far away just to let them know that God loved them and that we loved them. And is there anything that we can do for you? And believe it or not, when we suggested that we could pray for them, that really opened up a wide door for so many of the women to be receptive to hearing what we had to say and sharing our stories and to just pray for them. And then we also had an opportunity to go to the orphanage that Pastor Minaj managed, where he actually took care of some of these children, you know, had had a, an opportunity to do song and song time and story time with them and and color with them and things like that. So, lots lots of ministry opportunities and some house ministry we did as well, church house ministry. So it was a quite an assortment of things, and we were. Pretty, pretty busy. Justin, what do you remember about God uh, using Pat in the t- Just getting to watch. Yesterday, I think yesterday I was looking for photos and the video for the Red Light District. And then exactly I was looking for the 2017 photos that was Pat was there. And so that was the first time I went with Pat teams to um, Red Light District. And that was the first time. And then it's like, it was crazy. We can't even. That was the first time I walked into those red light district community, and then the way the pad teams, the how they handle and talk to them, it's just like amazing because they are those women in red light districts kind of like 
very sensitive. But Pat Teams, they did a great, amazing job. It was like, wow, I never expected that because they, I thought this woman would not talk to us, would not, you know, come ask for prayer. But, but all God was with the teams, and then they did an amazing job. Wow, that's so cool to hear. <clears throat> I love living vicariously just through the stories. Um, so, Pat, <laughs> since you since you've been back, I know you said 2017, and um, so much has changed. But um, how did that trip have an impact on your life when you returned? What did that look like? I can imagine the uh, debriefing process of of just those relationships. I don't even know how to put it into words. You you don't leave an experience like that. Um, there's no way you could be the same after an experience like that. I was so blessed to see the leadership of Pastor Minaj and his wife Priya and their team there and the spirit of self-sacrifice that they had um, for the people that they were serving. It gave me a whole additional perspective of what it means to serve and to be self-sacrificing and how even when you don't have much yourself, there's always someone who has less and that needs you and that you can bless. So it was very humbling, very, very humbling. You know, I remember one of the women we spoke to, she said the reason why she was working in the red light district is because her husband was ill or was unable to work. And I thought, I can't even imagine, you know, how difficult that is. And then you have these children that are on site or so-called on location while these services are being provided. And it was just overwhelming for me. So I left there feeling a little bit in shock that this was actually happening. And like, how can we rescue these children, which is really Pastor Minaj's vision to rescue the next generation, you know, so that they don't so that they realize that, number one, there's a God that loves them and that cares for them. And that this isn't the only perspective of life that you, you need to have. So it was very humbling and just made me realize that. There's so many needs out there that we can't even fathom what some people are going through mm -hmm. and that they are family and we have to take care of them. Yeah, I think you said it so well yourself in the very beginning, um, just that you can't even put it into words, but it does. It changes you. You're not the same. And um, that's why we push people to go to India. And um, I speak for myself in the same testimony of when you go, you can't come back the same. My perspective is different. Um, just day to day, I think that I take a lot more. I, I value a lot more, per se. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your friends and family for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. 
Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with Audacious Generosity. Get your copy today. What does it look like day to day? Um, just mission trip in general. I know you've been um, on multiple mission trips, but what is going? What does that look like changing your daily life afterward? Well, you never look at anything the same. You don't even look at a paved road the same. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're you're on a street, you know, when you're used to being on a dirt road or or something like that. Of course, in India, we were on the, you know, streets with all the crazy traffics and traffic and everything. But there was sometimes when we were like in remote places. On my first trip, there was a lot of remote activity where we were in fields and in villages and things like that. But in Navi Mumbai, of course, you're kind of like in a very city-like area. But still, um, it's poverty, you know? And like I, I don't know if I mentioned it, but like I have this little dog and my dog lives in luxury compared to some of the people that we were ministering to. And so you don't come back with the same perspective. It has taught me how to be more of a minimalist, Mm -hmm. that I don't need so much. You know, I've downsized multiple times since that trip, and I still feel like I can downsize more. I feel like it's given me a whole new perspective of what it means to be grateful Mm -hmm. for everything that you have and that you don't need as much as you think you need. There are people out there with a lot less that are even more grateful, let's say, than some of us, and yet they they worship God and they praise Him for what they have. You know, I mean, one of the things that has always impressed me about the children and even the adults, they have just such a humble, grateful spirit. And it, it's really very convicting mm-hmm. for those of us in, you know, the Western world who are so blessed and so ungrateful, I guess is the best way I'll say it. Yeah, we lack contentment. <clears throat> we we always want the next best thing, it seems. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. That's a great perspective. I know that this is going to be probably one of the hardest questions I'm going to ask, but if you could put that trip into one word what would that word be the word i came up with was family because we have to see everything through god's eyes and on the first trip that i went to india with the person that was leading us said to us god is saying to you welcome to my world and i never forgot that so when i went to navi mumbai I got another view of his world. It was a very difficult view to watch. But yet, what spoke most loudly to me was that I have a role to play in helping God accomplish what he wants to do in the lives of these people that are actually my family. Mm. Yeah. Wow, I love that word. Pat, um, I'm 
you're the first one in over a year and a half of having the show that has used that word as their word from from missions. But I really I understand that word. Uh, I want our audience to understand that. Uh, Justin, when you think of Pat's word family, you talked about this was your first time mm-hmm. going into the red light district. Exactly. It was your first time to see the power of the gospel really bring down barriers and the kindness of the Western women to go in, like they didn't go in with judgmental mm-hmm. spirits, con- condemning spirits. They went in with broken, just yeah. compassion. And you saw that in action. Mm-hmm. And what what I remember witnessing, I, I want to remind you of, is that all of a sudden we were family with some of the women there who had put their faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what, what, what do you think of Pat's word family? The family, exactly. It's like you are not going there to just to share a gospel, but even you were there to make friends and like friendship, mm-hmm. relationship with them. And that's just like, you know, it's we are not living in the same country. We are like not family, but once in Christ, we are one family. And you go there, you went there to serve them as a part of a family and loving on them. And just it was so inspiring, and and I love that, that some of the women's. And now we went there after, like you know, after one or two years back when we went there, and now we are kind of like a family. They they remember us, they hug mm-hmm. us, and they want to take a selfie wow. with us. It, wow! I know, and in an honoring, <laughs> yeah, and in an honoring way because what they remember is the grace that they were shown. Mm-hmm. And that's true for all of us. When when we begin to experience God's grace, it stops us in our tracks. Right. It brings down so much barriers that we've held up against God. Mm-hmm. And and that's what that's that's why they are so loving and kind to our teams now mm-hmm. because they know that we are people of grace, people of peace, people of love. Everything that I mean we want them to experience Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And so right. We can't go in. So, Pat, Pat, what what would you add to this before we close out in prayer? I think love is the strongest language we have. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you know all the scriptures or if you have all of the supplemental things that you might feel you need to minister with. What you need most is a heart of love and compassion. Mm-hmm. And if you have that, that will speak volumes and that will minister the most clear, articulate message of who Jesus is and that he's alive in you and that he's worth getting to know and giving your life to. Mm. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. I really want us to just take a moment and just pray that word family over our audience. You know, there's a lot of people who have relatives, but they lack family. And then there's some people who don't have biological family, but they know the spiritual family and the family of God. And, you know, Justin has lost both of his parents. Pat started out the show sharing how COVID took their mother away from her in this year. Family, if there's any any value out of 2020, it's family. You mm-hmm. know, I've heard so many people say uh, we've been more distant from relatives than ever before, but we are closer than ever before as a result of 2020. And it, and wow. it really has just brought people back to the priority of family. Mm-hmm. And I, I won't 
I want our brothers and sisters in Christ to, to if you've not yet allowed the, the, the living God of the universe to extend your family to even sisters in the red light district, you're really missing some of your, some of the, the greatest gifts from God. Um, you know, they're, God bless our blood family. Praise God for that. But he is so much bigger. And mm-hmm. there are brothers and sisters. What Pat described is she found a brother in Pastor Minaj and a sister in Priya. And she has family over in Navi, Mumbai. And she even has family in the red light district of Mumbai. Anyone covered under the blood of Jesus is all family together. Mm-hmm. Pat, I'm going to ask you to close out the show in prayer. Will you lead us, please? Certainly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you first for this opportunity to just acknowledge what you are doing. We are just your vessels. We are just your hands, your feet, and in obedience, we go. And Lord, it is you and your spirit alone that accomplishes the great work. And so foremost, we want to acknowledge that. And Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to partner, to serve, to be obedient to the call that you've put on our lives. And so, Lord, I just pray for anyone listening who's desiring to go or wondering if they should or not really certain about what you want from them. I just pray, Lord, that as they get to know your love, they'll know that they have to give it away. Mm -hmm. And the best way to give it away is in missions, because then they will get to see your world, Mm -hmm. and they will get to see the needs of your people, and they will get to experience the compassion through the Holy Spirit that you have for them, Mm -hmm. and how you desire to love on them through us. And at the same time, you'll minister to them and you'll bless them and they'll have a greater understanding of your love for them and the call on their life and the great work that is available for them that they can do. And it is in that work that they will find true joy, true peace and true fulfillment and come closer and closer to knowing the love that you have for them so lord i just pray that you you quicken the hearts of those who hear so that they may be receptive and willing to listen and hear clearly the call mm-hmm. and that they might be quick to obey and to do what it is you're asking them to do and to be a blessing to their family that is beyond their home beyond their state beyond their city but a global family mm. that is your family. Yes. In Jesus' name, I pray these things. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Th- Pat, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. What an honor and blessing to hear your story again. Mm-hmm. And two calls of action to our audience. Uh, $25 will buy one of those women in the red light district and their and her children uh, groceries for an entire month and that's something that we can do today you can leave this show go over to globalhopeindia.org forward slash grocery and and give if you can sponsor one woman uh, four women 400 women uh, there's no shortage of need there 
And this is a great opportunity to empower Pastor Minaj Pri and the team there to go make Christ known as they share a bag of groceries in Jesus' name. The second call to action is people get ready. Um, we can't travel today, but we will be able to travel internationally soon in the future and soon could be a year from now. I understand that, but get ready. Um, let's go to India. Even now, you can begin to prepare your heart and your uh, support raising fund. So uh, fill out the trip interest form on globalhopeindia.org forward slash go. Fill out that form and uh, Courtney will begin working with you as we prepare, even whether it's 2021 or 2022, we're going to soon be taking short-term mission trips over to India. And we would love to have you a part of one of the teams to the red light district or wherever God might be calling you in India. Pat, thank you. Courtney, thank you. Justin, thank you. Praise the Lord, everyone. Yeah, thank you. We'll see you again here next time. This episode is complete. So head over to globalhopeindia.org for show notes, resources, and opportunities to go to India through GHI. Continue to be radically transformed by God as you live out the Great Commission. And we'll see you again next week here at Missions Change My Life.